Hi everyone, it's Derek from the I Ready podcast here and this is my reaction to the 2-0 win against St Johnson in the Premiership today. Depending on what fan base you listen to, you would think that maybe this was a game where it was completely dominated by VAR decisions going for us and we were just paying the referees off, but no, it certainly wasn't that. Certainly decisions that on other times might have went against us, but we'll get into that. But it was a victory nonetheless, it was three points, a fairly convincing and comfortable game Obviously there's still issues there up front but we'll take the three points as another victory. We lined up with two changes from the St Johnson game in the Scottish Cup. We lined up McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Davis, Barisic, Kamara, Jack, Tillman, Kent, Cantwell and Morelis. On the subs bench we had McLaughlin, Lundstrom, Hadji, Cholak, Sands, Wright, Sakala, Arfield and Devine. So really interestingly Cantwell making his debut as well. Quite surprising considering he hadn't played any minutes since November. A bit disappointing for Sakala, he's been on a great run of games but obviously we've got a game against Hearts coming up midweek and what a great chance to give Cantwell some minutes as well. Before that though, obviously the real interesting thing was Edmonston House had a partial opening today. It looks absolutely cracking. The prices look fairly decent as well. No heavies on the tap though, which is a disappointing thing from my perspective. But it looks as if everybody's had a good time there. Obviously with the museum still to come and it's still to open as well. The land around to tidy up. The big LED screens as well. It'll all come in due course, but certainly good. And obviously Armed Forces Day. So obviously we had the military there and the abseils and the, the parade at half time as well but the game itself the first half we completely dominated being on the front foot we were forward thinking playing in the St Johnson half St Johnson the keeper had making a few really really good saves but we just couldn't put the game to bed early enough after we scored the first goal and it did nearly cost us in the last touch of the first half as well Morelos getting a lot of chances but taking one too many touches at times and an informed Morelos would have buried them I mean he had I think about two or three really really good chances one on one with the keeper at one point as well but the first bit of refereeing bizarreness was that in the 10th minute two St Johnston players ran into each other and because Morelos was near them he gets the foul against them you know it was Willie Collum but we'll get into that because on the 14th minute not long after it was a penalty to Rangers it was a ball floated into the St Johnston box from the right appeared to hit off the back of our player and off the outstretched arm of the defender which is an unnatural position now I'll be honest, I was under the impression that if uh, the ball was deflected off a player, especially at close range like that was, and it did hit off the arm, then it wasn't a penalty. I think we've had them for us and had them against us just like that. So I think this is the big problem now is it's not so much referees and VAR, it's the handball rule and it's the interpretation of the handball rule. It certainly did go to VAR. Now you've got a referee and you've got the VAR folks saying that it was a penalty. Nobody knows what the hell the rule is now. So arguably, we maybe got one that we shouldn't have there, but again, on another day, we've seen it not given, we've seen it given. So I, I don't know. But anyway, up steps Tavernier in the 15th minute puts it high into the left side, no doubts about that whatsoever. And then maybe the first part of the controversy, because in the 34th minute, a red card was given to Nicky Clark after a VAR check. You know, he got the ball, he was leaning back and he caught Jack high with the studs just below the knee as well. And arguably it could have been seen as, as a bit harsh. The referee did give a yellow card initially straight away. He obviously got a call from VAR, went over the screen and they duly upgraded it to a red card. It's one of these ones where I've seen them given as a yellow card. I've seen them given as a red card. We've certainly had a number of, of decisions like that as well. 
in this day and age, you can't follow through. Yes, he got the ball, but he followed through with the open studs high up just below the knee as well. And apparently Jack's got a gash as well. So you can understand why that was given and upgraded as a red. The more controversial part, though, was a few minutes later where inside the St. Johnson box, Jack went for a ball and the St. Johnson player was going for it, coming in from the side and Jack did catch him with his foot and a yellow card was instantly given. The referee was called by VAR again. He went over to check the screen and on the very rare occasion, he never overturned what VAR was, was indicating there, so he kept it as a yellow card. Obviously, the Moon Howlers are out in force. Why wasn't that a red card? Again, it's one of these ones where I've seen them given as a red, I've seen them given as a yellow, I've seen them given as nothing as well, to be honest. The big difference between the two tackles is is that Jax was low. Unlike what some rocket was trying to tell me on Twitter today, that was a low challenge. He caught him at the ankle, effectively, and his studs weren't really showing. It wasn't an open-footed challenge either. Whereas... Nicky Clark's was. That's the difference between the two of them. Again, I've seen both of them given as yellows, reds and no cards either. So that's up to the referee there. Did we get away with one? Certainly, I don't think the St. Johnson fans were as much bothered about that as the Celtic fans have been on Twitter, to be honest. But anyway, it wasn't given. Obviously, there was a lot of VAR checks going on. I think there was six minutes of injury time and on the 51st minute we nearly came a cropper because St Johnson feed a great ball through our defence. It went 1v1, McGregor comes out, the St Johnson player rounds McGregor and he goes to take a shot and he seems to kick the turf. Absolutely hilarious but we certainly got away with one there. Into the second half, more of a subdued performance in the second half. We were clearly on top, got the goal, middle to final third was decent but then again the final ball was severely lacking. Again a big feature. At half-time, though, we did make a substitution. Ryan Jack came off and John Lundstrom came on. Apparently, he did take off a knock, as I said. He's got a gash just below the knee. So, I think that was a bit of both. You know, another game coming up. He's been playing well recently. And I think given the fact that he could have maybe got away with one there, the referee was maybe going to be a wee bit card-happy with him for the least wee thing. So, take precautions there. There was a chance on the 51st minute, it was a lovely move with Morelis to Tillman, puts a lovely through ball into the box for Kent, has a shot on the right but it was a great save by the keeper. Not long after that though, on the 57th minute, we put the game to bed and Kamara made it 2-0. Kent to Cantwell on the left, going inwards, Cantwell plays a forward ball to Morelis who has a lovely flick into the box for Kamara on the left who has a shot and puts it past the keeper, just brilliant all round there. Just after that, Cantwell off and Sakala on in the 62nd minute. A really impressive debut performance for Cantwell. Obviously, still getting back up to full speed, full match fitness as well, but really impressed with what we've seen so far. Sakala had a chance in less than a minute on the park. It was a free kick whipped into the near side from the right-hand side. Sakala with his first touch heads it over, just over the bar. St Johnson's only real chance of the second half on the 66th minute it was a corner in from them from the left, a diving header in the box and a good diving save by McGregor to stop the ball sneaking into the bottom right corner. Made substitutions on the 72nd minute where it was Morelis Kent and Tillman came off, Chulak Wright and Hadji came on. He's been out for a year and one week to the day and a big massive ovation for him as well which is good to see. He did you know, obviously get in and about it, really happy to see him getting some, some minutes as well. And then just to wrap up the game, Sakala had a good chance in the 86 minute. It was a lovely from Hadji picking the ball up on the edge of the box and a superb ball to Sakala on the right side of the box. Has a shot. It was deflected. It was sneaking into the bottom right corner but a great save from the keeper to put out of the corner. And that's how the game ended up. So... 
happy with the three points, happy with parts of the performance, certainly a lot to work on there, but we keep racking up these wins, which is the most important thing just now, and as we're doing that, we're building up more and more confidence, and the performances are are gradually getting there. So, as I said, that lines us up for Wednesday night, we're playing against Hearts, another massive, important game there, and we'll just need to take it as it comes. Not sure when Dave and I will be recording, hopefully this week at some point, uh, more than likely it will be after the Hearts game if so. So as ever, if you go to, if you want to check us out, you can go to all the usual podcast outlets as well as Twitter and Facebook. So thanks for listening, enjoy the rest of your weekend and goodbye. <laughs>